This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2020. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning and Merry Christmas week. Can we just celebrate all week? Because, I mean, if you're listening today or you're listening Saturday, either way, right? Yeah, it's just it's Merry Christmas. Not much going to happen this week around, no, around <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but we are excited to be here. And we thought we'd do something kind of more fun for Christmas and lighthearted. But we're still going to talk about money. So I'm going to start out. And I have to give my son every bit of thanks for letting me share this. Um, you may or may not be familiar with Elf on the Shelf. Yes, I yeah. Am. Okay. All right. All right. A lot of fun for you parents that have never done it. It's. I think it's. It's just more fun for the whole family than it is for the kids themselves. But needless to say, uh, we have two little elves that come to our house for Celie and Brian, and their names are Thunder and Jolly. Well, Thunder and Jolly decided they were going to teach Celie a lesson, and it came in the form of a little poem. And I asked him, I said, well, can mommy use this in her business because it's all about money? And he said, yes, of course, mom. And when he gets old and he hears this and he's made be thinking again because I'm about to tell you the story of why he got this little note from the elves. Um, so, I, and I may have shared a little bit about this last week. I think I did when we were talking about, you know, he being so responsible about earning his money. And we were uh, at, during the NFR, which is, you know, 10 nights of rodeo. We do this fun thing where everybody picks who they think is going to be the top three. And we do kind of like horse races and we do penny betting. And so I, it's like, you know, teaching your kids to bet responsibly. <laughs> and in this case i may have just ruined him forever where he never wants to see any kind of betting again which is totally okay too right so uh but uh i think it was like night three we had some friends come over and so they joined in the penny bets because the most you can win in a round is like six pennies so you know you get rich during this whole thing well he got very upset because he didn't win anything all night all night long not one event not one penny he had to pay out every single round he was not a happy camper whatsoever i mean to the point that like sulk face was on 100 percent. you know just not happy about this whole situation and so we're like oh we may have really messed up here as parents. I'm not sure how we, we're going to have this handle. But needless to say, the elves had us covered. And uh, the next morning, uh, they showed up. They had their little pennies ready because they had picked up a bunch of trash around the place. And they were ready to join in the fun and games. And they wrote him a little poem to remind him what money was all about. So when we come back on Life Planning 101, you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to be sharing... A little poem about money from the North Pole. Segment two, Life Planning 101, right here on KTX KDY. Angela has a poem for us this morning. Yes, Angela? a very special poem special for the North, poem. North Pole, um, written to our son, Seely Scott, about uh, money, um, just due to his attitude in regard to losing it playing penny bets for the NFR. If you missed that part of the show, you definitely, it's a classic. You, you need to hear it. Yep. And I know Terry's going to see this little note that the elves wrote, and you can see next to it, my son actually wrote, okay. 
<laughs> on the advice. So he was uh, he was certainly with okay how it ended, and he's letting me share this, even though he might kill me when he's older. But I want to share this because we'll this to is save a copy of this. We need to get you a copy of it. You can keep on your computer. Oh yeah, yeah. Eight years from now, when he's sixteen, you can pull it up. That's and... right. Or put it on during his senior slideshow, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, it is. So there we go. So here it goes from none other than the elves on the shelf from the North Pole. Money is funny. You need it, but you don't. You can be a Scrooge or you won't. There is enough to go around, yet some of us get bound. So remember what it's for. God, food, and a little more. Things don't last, but you always have memories past. Earn, give, save, and receive. This is how you should believe. And one last thing you should know. To heaven, money cannot go. So remember, in the end, it is only money. Good stuff. There we go. That's all they had to say. And isn't it so simple? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's simple. a show in itself. Right yeah, there. exactly. And Seely wrote this whole nice little note back that says, okay. That was it. But, uh, you know, it made me think um, there was a a great read I found. It's from this really cool blog called OutOfYourRut.com. And uh, this lady was writing about the real purpose of having money. And the real purpose of having money and, you know, can be different from all of us, right? All of us have a little bit different, but it boils down to what the elves wrote. It's for, you know, God, food, and a little more. And we've got it so backwards. And, you know, she writes in this blog that money is probably the most commonly discussed topic in our culture. And if you really think about it, it, it is. Yes. It is. It's the most commonly thought of, probably, sadly. Um, but it's the most talked about. Talk about it over the fence. I mean, how many home improvement shows did you watch where they're having a conversation over the picket fence about money? You know, um, you talk about it with your neighbors, you talk about it with your family members, you talk about it with your coworkers, you talk about money all the time. And one degree or another, everybody pursues getting money, making money, being successful, especially in America. That's the American dream. That's what we've built our lives around. Yet she writes, does anyone truly understand its real purpose? Good question. It is a good question. And how often do we actually stop to think about that? You know, I think in our industry as finances, we've tried to bridge that gap. We call it a life planning firm. You know, we're not just about finances. But I see it so often. I go to so many conferences to learn, and I love going. Don't get me wrong. Um, But I go to insurance conferences and investment conferences and tax planning conferences and estate planning conferences and all these different things. And the theme is always the same. There's a solution. There's a product. There's a way of thinking. But the thing that's never talked about is what's in someone's heart. And what the money is actually for. You know, one of the first things that we do when we have a conversation with anyone, whether it be an individual or a family, or whether it be an attorney or a CPA that we're just working with for a family, it doesn't matter. As we say, okay, from the get-go, we want to have a level setting conversation here. And we're independent. The reason we're independent is because we think about money a little bit differently than probably most people think about money. 
most people think about money for what it is. We are all guilty of doing that at some point or another, right? Well, my goodness, I got to pay this bill. Well, we're thinking about it for what it is, right? We think about money for what it's for. So when we talk to people, we say we like to put it in one of three buckets. You know, we have a lifestyle bucket. Notice what I said, a lifestyle bucket. I didn't say a needs bucket. I didn't say pay your bills bucket. I didn't say go on vacation bucket. I said a lifestyle bucket. So what is a lifestyle bucket? A lifestyle bucket's anything that you want it to be to be your life. You know, I think we're guilty of this a lot. We were talking about, you know, there's this whole theme about work-life balance, especially with millennials. Well, there's also a theme of living life balance. You know, and we talked a little bit about this um, last week on the show when we were talking about debt. Do you really want to have so much debt that you can't have life? (laughs) No, you don't, right? And so what is life to you? What is your lifestyle need to look like? What do you want it to look like? And I think this is where we get it so backwards is we try to force our lifestyle into just living Well, that's not life. That's not living. That's just surviving. That's being. That's not thriving, right? In that lifestyle bucket, when we talk about that lifestyle bucket, we want to stuff and we want to overstuff that bucket because we want people to be able to thrive. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be thriving in a sense of spending all your money like there's no tomorrow, because in reality, does money really make you happy? No. Uh, No, absolutely not. It's not money that makes you happy. It's not money that makes you happy. But the reality is, is that money can provide you what you need to be able to do the things that make you happy. And maybe that's having an experience with your family. Maybe that's playing penny bets with your son and seeing what happens on the flip side to that. But that lifestyle is so important. The second bucket we always talk about is the contingency bucket, the backup plan, right? Everybody needs a backup plan. And this is where a lot of times people go wrong. They say, they say <clears throat> you know, it'll never happen to me. Well, I'm a big believer. I am a believer. I believe in my my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and Merry Christmas, right? You know, to everyone. But the reality is, is I also know that if God's going to send me a boat, I'm going to use that dang boat. And I got common sense up here that says if something goes wrong, I need to have a backup plan to be able to take care of the people that I love in my life. Well, that's what that contingency bucket's all about, taking care of the people that you love in your life. And, you know, I think you play a dirty trick and say, well, how much do you love them? If you don't love them, then you don't need to pay attention to the bucket, right? And that might sound like a dirty trick. But the reality is, is we got to pay attention to that bucket because otherwise we could leave the least of which standing. And what happens then? You know, that can be devastating. Yes, right? absolutely. Yep. So once you've got that lifestyle bucket, you've got that, le- that contingency bucket, you have one other bucket to cover. And that's your legacy bucket. A lot of people say, well, I don't want to think about my legacy. That's so far down the road. Or they just don't want to think about their legacy. Well, again, we think about money a little bit different for what it is. So if you haven't allocated a dollar to that lifestyle bucket, if you got that filled and overfilled and stuffed and you have that backup plan in place and there's one dollar left over, well, who's that dollar for? What's it for? Your legacy? Yeah. Is it for someone else? Is it for something else? Something you believe in? Um, Your family? Who? And what do you want to do with that dollar? Do you want to just let it sit there or do you want to maximize it? Most people want to maximize it, right? Yeah, so it's a little bit different way of thinking about money. But here's the 
trick about money. We get so absorbed in what it is and focused on this financial product or this stock or doing this or living in that big keeping up with the Joneses house that we forget about that lifestyle. We forget about what's most important and what we really need to be thinking about to have our money working for us. So advice from Elf on the shelf, right? Money is funny right here on Life Planning 101. More to come. You don't want to miss when we come back. Final segment, Life Planning 101, right here on KETX, KDY. Angela, what else do you have in store for us on this uh, Monday Before Christmas <laughs> Yeah, episode? this Monday Before Christmas episode, Saturday after Christmas, you should be thinking about money, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not, maybe yeah. not. This isn't family. a week to be thinking about money. It's a week to be thinking about family. And, um, you know, I want to challenge you to just change your mindset. You know, we've been sitting in a year full of just deep stuff. Really, there's been a lot in our country. There's been a lot that's happened to us personally. I have yet to find someone that doesn't know someone that has passed from this grave virus that has impacted our world. There's been a lot politically. There's been divisiveness. There's been a lot of loneliness. There's been a lot of grief. And, you know, I think is this is the season that we need to reflect and we need to be grateful and remember what we do have. And in the spirit of those things, in the spirit of being able to you know, look at the gratitudes in our life, find the gratitudes in your life, meaning not just be thankful for the clothes on your body or the roof over your head, but what did you learn out of this year? You know, <laughs> I, think, I think all of us walk away a little bit different at the end of 2020 than we began the year. I think patience is one thing that people have had to learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> tolerance. And it, yeah, tolerance. Tolerance. If you've been stuck with your family inside your home for the last nine months, that certainly has been a, a thing you've had to learn. But, Absolutely. Um, you know, the reality is, is I, I want to challenge you as you go forward, never retract that thinking. To think differently forever. And that includes your thoughts about money. You know, um, we've been joking about this elf on the shelf letter to my son about money is funny. But in the end, really what the elf is trying to portray is that it's something a little bit like oxygen. We need it. Yes. But at the same time, it's a little bit like useless because we can't take it with us. No. And so what are we doing? Why are we focusing our entire lives around this green piece of paper? Why do we put so much emphasis on this? Why do we work and slave away? Is it so that we can just have more of it, more of things? Or is it to enjoy something and to live and to leave this place a little bit better than when we found it? I hope that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, you you hope that's what it is. You know, there's a great quote by Ayn Rand. He says, money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it won't replace you as the driver. Sometimes we forget to focus on the driver. You know, it's kind of like you get on that airplane and what do they tell you to do to put on whose oxygen mask first? Yours or the little kid sitting next to you? Yours first. Yours, okay. So why are you putting an oxygen mask on your money? What's it going to do? Have you ever thought about that? I had not thought about that. 
Yeah, but don't we do that? Yes, we absolutely do. We put a priority on our money over ourselves, over taking care of what's really innate to us, the gifts that we've been giving inherently that are spiritual, not something of this world. And yet we do it anyway. We do it all the time. So why are we doing that? And, you know, I challenge you as you go forward into 2021, use these last couple weeks as a, a time to reflect on the person that you were as you began the year, the person that you are now, and how you think about things like money. Because like we talked about, it's probably the most talked about thing in the entire, in the entire nation, maybe the entire world, right? right? And it has been for how long? Since the beginning. <laughs> Since I mean. the beginning. If it wasn't money, it was stuff of value that That's was right. important. Trading. Yes. yes, absolutely. So there's always been some type of currency to pass. And there always will be. And so where does it have a place in your life? Where does it have priority in your life? You know, I often um, remember when we, we share about uh, legacy planning and we talk about the five major aspects of life. On none of those five aspects does it mention money. We talk about family, we talk about faith, we talk about friends, we talk about our core values and beliefs, and we talk about the stories that we want to pass on. Did you hear me say money? Nope. Okay, are you sure? Positive. Why do we put so much emphasis on, emphasis on it? Human nature. It's human nature. It's oxygen. Don't forget, it's oxygen. We gotta have it. We gotta have it. We gotta have it, right? But yet... We put our priorities there. It's so backwards. So, you know, back in 2007, we took a major look at our firm and what we were doing. And we'd always had used the term since the early 90s of helping people live life on purpose way before even the purpose driven life was written. So we'd been using that for a long time. And the reason why is because we'd always put a focus on what we call life planning, but there would never was a name for it. In fact, we were the first ones to ever use it. I wish we would coin that term, yeah. right? But we were, we were the first ones to use it. We didn't know anybody else. We created what we called, at that time, we had 13 uh, life planning issues. We narrowed it down. We became eight life planning issues because we kind of grouped some together, uh, simplified it. But we really focused on what's most important in people's lives, the complexity the holes, the overlaps, the gaps in people's lives that are hindering them from their goals and the places they want to go to live life on purpose, to focus on the things that they need to be focused on. And sometimes we can't take a step until we get relief. If you think about it, it's just like uh, someone that needs knee surgery. How many times have you heard people after knee surgery tell you, man, I should have done this a long time ago. A long time ago, yes. right? We hear that all the time. It's the same with our money. Sometimes we should just stop. And we need to relieve the pressures. We need to go back through our situation and figure out what needs to go in the trash, what needs to change, what needs to be new, and figure all that out. And so we can really focus on what it means for us to live life on purpose. Because I will, I mean, I will say this. It's easy for me to sit up here and say, don't focus your life on money. But as soon as this show's over, what's going to happen? People are going to focus their life on money. That's right. So how do you change that? What's a habit? Well, how do you get a new habit? Can you just start that in your life? Or is that something that you have to create room for? Create room for You got to create room for it. So maybe your first goal of the new year needs to be create room so that you can figure out where money belongs in the priority list of your life. Have you ever thought about that? Good stuff. That is some good stuff, right? So, you know, money is funny. You need it, but you don't. You can be a Scrooge 
or you won't. There's enough to go around, yet some of us get bound. So remember what it's for. God, food, and a little more. Things don't last, but you always have memories past. So earn, give, save, and receive. This is how you should believe. And one last thing you should know. To heaven, money cannot go. So remember, in the end, it's only money. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.